This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast on January 22nd. Clip Rock talked to WNCT Sports Director Brian Bailey about ECU Baseball Media Day, the NFL Divisional Playoffs, and a whole lot more. Joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, we have Double B Brian Bailey here on a Monday. BB, how you doing, man? Not too bad. How are you? Doing good. Coming off another ECU Baseball Media Day and... um, Bailey, you hear the words culture uh, said quite a bit, and uh, we just go into every year expecting big things from a Cliff Godwin baseball team. This year, certainly no different. Uh, High expectations for these Pirates this year. Yeah, and I think it's interesting when you talk to them, you know, they really don't talk about going to Omaha. They talk more about the fact that, you know, we're building a program to win a national championship, and some people say, hey, that's, you know, that's never going to happen, but the way baseball is, and we've seen, you know, upstarts before. And so I think that, Hey, you know, go for the gusto. And I, I, I like the attitudes, you know, I, you almost could feel a different uh, type of maturity from everybody today. Yeah. Uh, you know, in years past, you know, when teams are ranked and, and, you know, guys are like, you know, they, they all say, Hey, you know, we got to do on the field, blah, blah, blah. But you can almost feel it in the, you know, feel it in, what the guys were saying, the look on their eyes. I mean, they, this is a team that, that knows that they're amongst the best in the country. If they go out and play power baseball, they can beat anybody in the country. And like Cliff says, if they don't play well, then they're going to lose. And they got their big picture goals. They're also very be where your feet are and, and next opponent, next practice, next at bat, next pitch, all that. So they're very in the moment. But I did ask Carter Cunningham, like, you two years ago you got Texas here in a super regional last year you go on the road uh, to virginia and you saw how difficult that was and two losses to the cavaliers like do you do you talk about hey we got to make sure these games are at home at the end of the year and he didn't necessarily say that's the the chat but what he did say was every game matters whether it's your season opener whether it's the leclerc classic uh, a rival game, in-state rival game against State or Carolina, a conference game, or just a midweek game. And you know, in the the middle of February, the committee's looking at every single game, and I like that mindset, Bailey. That they're they're treating every game the same and and going out and uh, trying to and knowing they need to win every game if they want to achieve their goals, which is to play some late postseason baseball here in the uh, friendly confines. Yeah, wouldn't that be something, man, to play? you know, a regional and then a, a super regional at Clark LeClaire. And that's, you know, that that's on the table for sure. And, and like you said, I mean, that's, that's the goal. And, and it's, you know, it, it's so different than everything else, you know, that you cover at East Carolina. I mean, this is a, this is a championship style program that just does things great on the field and off the field. And, you know, Cliff deserves a lot of credit. Hard to believe he's been here 10 years. Yeah, I want to get a picture of him 10 years ago and kind of compare him and see how much he's aged. <laughs> but I haven't done that yet. I may work on that for the banquet on Saturday night. Who's your uh, your Bailey's best with this team, Bailey? Who, who are uh, your favorite players either to talk to or, or guys you think that could be having a good year this year? Who are, who are your favorites? Well, as far as watching them play – Jacob Starling to me is just—I uh, just—I just really every time he comes to, to bat, I mean every every time he, he on defense, I just really like to watch him. I mean, I, and I don't know him very well, but but you know when you, you say something like that, I mean, he's just somebody that that is such a dynamic player. I'll never forget the Texas you know yeah. home run he hit late and just—I mean he he just crushed it. 
and and the jungle was going crazy, and you know, just you know, so I think a lot of, of watching him play for sure. And I talked to him today about his flair for the dramatic. Had the uh, the big homer in the ninth against Texas last year. He comes up bases loaded against Virginia, and man, he just missed it. It's one that I know he wants to have it back because it was there for him, and he didn't miss it by much, Bailey. He just about hit a uh, a game-tying grand slam in that situation. So he loves the big moment. He's come up big in those. Yeah, yes, and, and I remember that one too. You're exactly right. But uh, and this team's got so much, you know, personality, and, and Cliff lets them be themselves, and, uh, you know, you see that all over the place. And, and they're, they're just a fun team to – to watch, and I think it's encouraging too, especially with this cold snap we've had lately. Man, it's just it gets a lot of myself included. You get a little down. It's so cold outside, you can't do anything, and it's supposed to be warmer, you know, later in the week. And and prior baseball starts, and you know the you know the warm air is coming when baseball season starts. It's, it's around. Now it's going to be cold. Some they're going to be some cold weather games. But you know that warm air is, is going to be here eventually, and it's going to be nice again. And, uh, Bailey, I didn't mean to get you roped into a bet, but apparently uh, it happened today. Uh, if Cliff Galwin gets ejected three or more times, he uh, owes us a dinner. And he said if he if it's less than two and a half, we owe him a dinner. And I'm glad your name got attached to it because, uh, you know, you know a lot of people in town. You can foot the bill, I, I think. There you go. We'll take him somewhere, that's for sure. I don't know if uh, – I, I was kind of laughing about it because I was thinking like, you know, I was trying to remember how many times he was ejected last year. He said two last year. So I remember the one after the game at Campbell, right? And then there – or at, in Fayetteville. And then there was another, I guess. So. Yeah. I think we can get him riled up enough. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Bailey joining us. Uh, Bailey, you fired up for the uh, the banquet coming up? Oh, you always am. I mean, it's it's. uh, I say it every year. It's just it's an honor that that they allow me to to emcee the thing, and uh, it's just you know it's basically it's a fun night of of getting you know again looking forward to the baseball season. You get to hear from the pirates. You know some of the seniors. You get to hear from. Some of the past stars, uh, Gavin Williams is going to speak this year. Uh, so it's 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 really it's such a well put together banquet, and, and Cliff and, and and Blake over there they work so hard on it to get it all organized, and they just do a, a fabulous job with it. And you know, every time you know it, it finishes up, people come up and say, "Hey, we really enjoyed it." And it's it just it's in most banquets you go to, it's kind of one of those things like, "Oh man, we got we got this banquet," you know. And you want to go to, to banquets and, and with awards and stuff, but, you know, I'm lucky to have two of them that I really enjoy back-to-back. We got the Hot Stove Banquet on Wednesday night, and then Saturday night we got the East Carolina Baseball Banquet. I get to MC both of them, and they're two events that I really, really enjoy doing, and, and thankful I get to do it again this year. And the Pirate fans, their favorite part of going to the bank, the baseball banquet is being able to sit with the players. And I've talked to the players, Bailey. That's their favorite part of it, too, getting to kind of know the fans, talk to them, and, and let the fans get them, get the to know the players as people. And uh, the guys really enjoy that and appreciate that. You mentioned uh, the Hot Stove Banquet. That'll be discussed coming up Tuesday on the Brian Bailey Show. That's right. Uh, no Brian Bailey Show today, so we'll – See you uh, noon on Tuesday for the Brian Bailey Show. And a big guest, uh, because Chris Bassett will be speaking uh, at the Hot Stove Banquet. And uh, he is now with the Blue Jays. You remember him from the Mets briefly and the A's uh, before that. Uh, but he has a, a tie to Eastern North Carolina, Bailey. I know I had a friend of mine who said, hey, I know 
chris bassett i I can get him on your show that was about three years ago uh but bailey got him on his show uh it'll be coming up tomorrow on the bb show looking forward to that ronald vincent's going to stop by as well he's been a hot stover since day one brian weingartz and his wife ann now run uh the pit greenville hot stove banquet so then brian's going to join us as well and uh like i said it's a it's a real it's a celebration of baseball and and some really good people are going to be honored and uh, it's it's just a, a really, really nice night. And again, it, 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 for whatever reason, I've, I've been to a lot of banquets and awards things, and you have to sit there and wait, and it feels like it lasts forever. But these two usually just fly by. I mean, it, it's, it's, it, it goes, and the, the door prizes have been, you know, a staple of the Pitt Greenville Hospital Bank. Most every, you know, little leaguer that comes to the banquet goes home with something, which is really cool, too. And uh, they just—they've always done a great job of the Pickering Bowl Hot Stove League banquet, and looking forward to that coming up Wednesday night. Brian, uh, man, what a great weekend of football! And of course, my team wasn't a part of it. Your team dropped out the previous week but i know you're a guy like myself that just loves uh, a sunday of football and we saw by my math 15 out of 16 quarters this weekend were good competitive football the only one that got away was the fourth quarter of that ravens game outside of that uh some good competitive games that uh went down to the end yeah and, and they were they were all competitive games and and really you know fun to watch and you just you know, when you when you have a favorite team that's, I don't know if they're close or not. They keep saying they're close, but I'm I'm beginning to wonder. You know, the only real egg that's been dropped in the whole playoffs has been by the Cowboys and Green Bay just and, and Green Bay crushed the Cowboys. And I thought Green Bay outplayed San Francisco. I I, I think San Francisco better feel lucky that they you know came out of there you know with that win because Green Bay really played well in that game. And uh, I don't know, Detroit may have something for San Francisco. I think you know the. the 49ers are favored, and so are the Ravens for good reason. But you know, Kansas City reminds me of an NBA team that just uh, it just kind of flops around until the playoffs start, and then they just you know they, they put it in a different gear because they look good uh, in that game against Buffalo. But Buffalo had their chances. I mean, you missed that late field goal, and uh, you, you feel for Buffalo because they have a, an outstanding team, and you know their window of opportunity may be running out because they're really really good, but they just can't get over the hump. Shirley Bailey, gather around. Let me tell you a story. Uh, longest championship game appearance droughts. Washington Redskins football team commanders. It has been 32 seasons. 1991 NFC Championship. Shirley's Miami Dolphins. 1992. 31 seasons. Bailey's Cowboys. 1995. 28 seasons without a championship appearance. And uh, the Dolphins have had a little more success. The Cowboys have had a lot more success uh, since Washington in that time period. But misery loves company, so uh would like to welcome you all to the pity party. Yeah, well, it's a pity party. I, I still put on my Cowboy hat on Sundays and root for Dallas, even though they don't play. I still root for them. You know what they call that? You are like in denial, Bailey. You are. Yeah. They've driven you mad. Well, they like they say denial ain't just a river in Egypt, but I, I, you might want to add one more soon because I think it's going to be one of those deals where the Bills are going to wind up in that conversation because I think Josh Allen, as good as he is, 
is another Dan Marino, a guy that was really, really good, but just couldn't get over the hump and, and win the championships that he needed to win. Well, uh, Bailey and I know about the the old Bills because uh, my team and his team beat him in the Super Bowl yeah. there in the 90s. And uh, it, it almost feels like a repeat, Bailey, that they just cannot get by Mahomes and they cannot make that run in the uh, playoffs. And this was a year. I mean, they had they had them at home, and uh, you just you know you, you watch Kansas City during the regular season. You just you just wondered what was off. They just they just were off a lot. I thought. Uh, I guess maybe we, maybe we think too much about them, but they um, they they played really really well in that game against Buffalo, and and they they pro- they were the better team. Although Buffalo had their chances, and that was a that was a well played game. That was fun to watch. But you hate it comes down to a kicker. Oh wide right and uh yeah i like your nba analogy bailey they do seem like a team that can just flip that switch uh when it matters the most and it'll be kc baltimore it'll be san fran and detroit uh i definitely like san fran uh, on the nfc side I, I man i was rooting for the packers late in that game because i thought how about a packers lines nfc championship in detroit and and you know the the packers have had so much history and they've won their super bowls and the lines with a chance to get to one by beating a, a division rival like that would have been awesome i just don't know about detroit going on the road to san fran yeah i think i think you're right there i, I like san francisco there and you know, when you look at, at at Kansas City and Baltimore, that one's got me confused. Uh, I got, yeah, if they, if, yeah. Can you pick against Mahomes at this point? And and the Ravens have looked so good, and they're at home. I I don't know. After seeing yesterday, I'm leaning Kansas City. I just I'm almost scared to pick against them at this point. Yeah, I mean that's that's they turn it up a notch, and they've been there before, and. I mean, what is it? Six straight AFC championships for Kansas City. Yeah, that is nuts. That, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, you just don't see that. No. Do you got a pick? Just don't. Are you going to wait till the end of the week? I'm going to wait till the end of the week. See what everybody else says, but I, I I agree with you. I think that's a that's a difficult. I mean, it's easy to, to go with the home team, go with the favorites, but you know, I mean, Kansas City is not going to go down you know easily. That's going to be tough tough for Baltimore. And uh, John Gilbert, somebody, can we uh, can we work on this schedule for uh, basketball schedule for Sunday? We got ECU and Temple, and let me double check. That game is scheduled for five o'clock on Sunday. So we like second half of Ravens Chiefs. Not a fan of that, what is it? huh? Yeah. Uh, it's on ESPN two, so it definitely the timing getting changed. It is a done deal. So, uh, yeah, I reckon I'll be there in Minji's uh, watching the game on my phone or something. Frustrating one there, Bailey, on Saturday. Pirates led for 33 straight minutes, basically, uh, of game time in that game. And uh, UAB was able to to win it down the stretch. By my count, that is the 10th game of the season that has been up for grabs in the final four minutes. And East Carolina is now 3-7 and seven in those games. And that's tough. And that's... You know, that's part, I guess, of the maturation process and trying to build, you know, we talk so much about culture today with Pirate Baseball, but Pirate Basketball is also trying to, you know, create a culture. And, and that's that's really difficult because some of these, you know, the teams in the American are good teams. And I think Mike Schwartz has got a good team, but it's just difficult to get over over that hump when you're trying to, to figure out a way to win some of these close games. And uh, it's it's extremely difficult, especially on the road like that. When you get on the road and a little thing happens and this and that, and 
it can snowball quickly. And uh, good to see the women get back on track with the win. Uh, I talked to Mully. He was at the game on Saturday. said he couldn't believe anybody made it out of that game without an injury. They were diving on the floor, going after loose balls. And uh, Kim McNeil's team really needed one after three straight losses, Bailey. They really did. Jenny McNeil can, play, can really play some basketball. And for her to go up and break Gaynor O'Donnell's mark, 15 of 15 from the free throw line, and Gaynor O'Donnell's one of the greats you know, in, in women's basketball at East Carolina. Just a sweet girl. And uh, we saw her a couple of years ago. I think it was when she went in the Hall of Fame, maybe, is when we, we saw her again. But uh, really, and she, she came back, right. She came back as, as a basketball ops person for a while. That's what we got to talk to her a lot then. But uh, what a, you know, just a great, great uh, ambassador for women's basketball of the past. And, uh, you know, for Danae to come through like that, that was good. Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Brian Bailey show coming up at noon on Tuesday. Going to get you ready for the big uh, Pitt Greenville Hot Stove League banquet and uh, talking baseball, Bailey. Great time of the year to uh, talk some baseball. Hey, and uh, the weather's going to get nicer this week. It'll be good for the teams uh, to get out there and practice in some 60-degree weather. Yeah, that'd be nice. And I tell you, even the, today, when it got to be like 40, it felt warm. <laughs> yeah. It's been so cold. You had to thaw out a little bit. Bailey, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Anytime now. All right. Uh, his phone worked this week. Yes, it did. It worked last week. I swear. Man, I don't know. We got some conspiracy theories out there about what happened last week. I swear. Yeah. The NFL told me not to, not to have the phone work correct. <laughs> Thank you, BB. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.